0: Father, we just want to thank you. We praise you. We worship you. What an awesome God we serve. Father, yes, Lord, as your servant said, the entrance of your word brings light. The unfolding of your word brings light. Unfold your word, O Lord Jesus, this morning. Unpack it for us. Grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we may know you Father, we cry with Moses, saying, Lord, teach us your ways, show us your paths. And you said to him, my presence will go with you and you will find a rest. And this morning, Father, we come to you. Father, I pray, Lord, even as we seek your ways, Father, we pray, Lord, that we would experience your presence and that you would grant us rest, that you would grant us the grace to walk with you, O Lord. Everything in our lives, every thought, every imagination, every action and every deed, which is not in accordance to your will, Father, expose it. And Lord, conform us this morning a little more to the image of your Son in attitude and in thought and in spirit this morning. Thank you, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would anoint us with the gift of the Holy Spirit once again this morning. O Father, fill us with your Spirit even as we receive your word by faith. Let faith arise from the deep most parts of our inner man. And Lord, even as your anointing, which teaches us all things as it is in truth, and I pray, Lord, that you would lead us into the truth, even as we look at your word this morning. To that end, I pray that you would bless even the hearing and the speaking of today's word. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we've been looking at the altar. hmm? I'm not looking at, of course, Elijah's altar, but the, the, the concept of the altar and uh, the concept of um, um, the, ines- the, the, the that inevitability of an altar in the believer's life. It is inescapable. It is inescapable. And of course, uh, we are called in the new covenant priests of God, right? The royal priesthood, that is our identity in Christ, right? He has given us um, uh, the privilege to be called his priests, A holy nation, a peculiar people, etc. So for a priest, if you will, in the old covenant, you know, when the tabernacle was made in the wilderness, you will see for the priest to enter into the most holy place, he had to go. The first thing that he had to encounter was the altar. It is impossible for him to enter into the most holy place and to receive from God before encountering the altar in his life. Impossible. He has to encounter the altar, he has to go through the labor, and he has to purify himself, he has to go into the holy place, have the anointing, that is the the, the, the lampstand, the bread of presence, and the altar of incense, and then go into the most holy place, where God will be seated in the midst of the cherubim, on the mercy seat, and then he will speak to him from there. To hear from God, this is, so, for a, for, a, for a believer, in the new covenant, if you want to hear from God, one of the things that you have to absolutely encounter every day in our lives is the altar. That is the reason why, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Right? Okay, We have been learning about altars, especially we learned about the four altars of Abraham, from the life of Abraham. And one of the things that we see from the altar is that there is always what we call as a divine exchange. Or a demonic exchange. (laughs) Both ways. At Shechem we see that Abraham enters into God's rest. He rests from his works. He exchanges the Lord, the burden. And he enters into God's rest. At Bethel we see that he... Uh, exchanges his thoughts, his ideas, (laughs) and begins to hear from God. That is the house of God. So, take my yoke upon yourself, (coughs) and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly, and you will find what, your souls? Rest again. To continue in that lifestyle of rest. (coughs) That is the reason why we know that from Isaiah chapter 55 it says, it says, let the wicked forsake his way, the unrighteous man his thoughts. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. It is important. It is inevitable. So, Bethel, so coming to the house of God, we are encountering, we are, it is an altar, essentially. Spiritually speaking. What are we doing? We are putting down every idea in our minds and exchanging our thoughts. To the thoughts and the ways of god show me your ways teach me your paths and it, it it so beautifully is portrayed in 617 of romans we know that very well i will never escape that okay i will constantly remind you of that one verse till it becomes a part of our lives but god be thanked that though you were once slaves of sin yet you obeyed from the heart that form of Doctrine to which you were delivered, and then having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. This is what is happening. Divine exchange. You have been—you were a slave of sin. Now you are becoming a slave of righteousness. And in order to do that, to become a slave of righteousness, you have to exchange your ideas with God's ideas. You have to surrender yourself to that form of doctrine that you have been delivered to. You have been given over to doctrine important and then of course we have uh, hebron right hmm. hebron is called also there's an exchange yeah there is an exchange at hebron too what is the exchange fellowship what do we learn at hebron that we don't no longer live for ourselves <laughs> but we live for who For our brothers, according to Romans chapter 15. If you turn there to Romans chapter 15 and uh, verse 1 1 to 3. 3. Yeah. And yeah, are we there? It says, um, we then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification what are we doing even in our fellowship what are we doing we are saying and speaking out things and doing things which will edify the brother okay that is what the the whole idea right so even my conversations after the service is over I'm now getting convicted about so many things that I say after the service is over Uh, so and say and speak lord do i really speak things which will edify and uphold the intensity and the anointing that has just flown from the pulpit or i would i bring the intensity down by making light of what we have heard right. let the songs of zion be let it, let them stay in our hearts speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs We cannot make it casual. For even Christ did not please himself. But, as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell upon me. You can even see this. If you turn to um, Hebrews chapter 11, um, verse 23, if I'm right. Just hold on, please, for a minute. I'll tell you the exact verse. Yeah, 11, 24. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 24 onwards. Onwards, okay. By faith, Moses, when he became of age refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And then what did he do? Choosing to rather to suffer affliction with whom? With the people of God. That means there's an exchange in every fellowship, right? Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. All things are permissible, but not all things can be will be beneficial therefore what do i do john 17 19 makes a 17 17 onwards we can we read 17 17 to 19 okay we can root the, uh, see those verses several times sanctify them by your truth your word is truth as you sent me into the world i also have sent them into you into the world and verse 19 will say and for their sakes i sanctify myself that they also may be what sanctified by the truth so they look at my life and they say, you know what? I want to be like him. That is Hebron. Fellowship. There's an altar. There's a sacrifice. That <laughs> I sanctify myself. I purify myself. That's the reason why it says, <clears throat> this is the will of God. What? Your sanctification. To look at that, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 2 onwards. Okay, and see how the context is in, in terms of, uh, uh, for you, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus Christ. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. Why? Look at this. That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, but that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother. You see that again? The connection? in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such as we have forewarned you and testified. You see the connection, everything here. The life of sanctification is for my brother. It is inseparable. I don't make light of it. It's because there's a casual attitude and that is something which we have to keep warning ourselves not to lessen the intensity and the level of the word that we make. We, we, we can I'm not saying that we, should, we don't have fun, but there is a sanctified fun. True. Yeah, yeah, sure. There should be sanctified imaginations. And that is the reason one of the things that I'm being convicted of is that we have the latest tweet, have you seen? That uh, Netflix has uh, has sanctified, uh, has not sanctified, yeah, oh, yeah. (coughs) Sanctioned, yeah. Sanctioned and sanctified go, go together by the way. Pedophilia? And we subscribe? Oh, it's only 199 rupees. And I'm only seeing good content. But your money that you're subscribing is going to fund all those stupid movies. that vile garbage from the pits of hell. Oh, I'm just only doing subscriptions for three months. It's only 2.99 rupees. And I'm only watching content which is going to just, you know, give me relaxation for a while. Come on, I have to escape. And what are you doing? Your funding, you know what they do? All these channels, which now are uh, are 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 doing all these subscriptions, they take all your money and they fund movies, web series now. And you see, most of the web series are wild actions from the pits of hell, even in India now. You need to understand these things. And my goodness, I'm, I was getting I got convicted yesterday, yesterday just yesterday the, I saw the tweet. I was flabbergasted to say the least. And it's so sick. I said, see, what is this lot? Hmm? And we do subscriptions for those channels from the pits of hell. Oh, it's so innocuous. (sighs) Even if it is free, you should not watch it, no. Unbelievable. So, so there is, there is an exchange. For my ideas. For God's ideas. For entering into his rest. For my thoughts. For his thoughts. And Hebron there is an exchange. My life for his life. So that I just don't live my life for myself anymore. Right? I mean I I think about uh, all the people in the church. Who really work hard for the church. I don't want to mention names. I was thinking about it yesterday. Lord I have to work hard for those brothers. Who give all those people who... Give and sacrifice for the church, who pour their hearts for the church. And I have to pour my life into the Word so that I can edify them. Pour my life, Lord. My life is not my own. It's yours. That is Hebron. That is fellowship. So what does it mean? In all these things, there is sacrifice. It will what? C O S T you huh, cost you. See, altar by definition means there is a sacrifice over there. There cannot be an altar without sacrifice. And how can there be Christ or a Christian without sacrifice? Impossible. Impossible. How can we sleep more? Good morning, I just overslept. I was so convicted it's so a lord like a door on a hinge there's a lazy man on the bed unbelievable these these Where we cannot we cannot offer to god that which costs us what nothing that is the, that is the 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 quintessence of the altar so what do we have these days? In the last, we will come to that point uh, very soon. The What do we have these days? We have altars where you don't need sacrifice. That's a problem. That's a point. And those sacrifices, even those, the apparent sacrifices, don't cost you anything actually. They're not. They're not. Uh, 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 they're not uh, concentrated on um, on your on your. Um, what do you say? On, they, they're, not, they're not concentrated on your spiritual growth. They're concentrated on your flesh and not on your spirit. Yes, they offered burnt after, uh, uh, sacrifices and offerings, but they, what? But they ate and drank and ro- they, See, th- this, all this is happening. That's exactly what is happening in these last days. At the altar of uh, Aaron. That's all. He also built an altar. We'll come to that. So there is a sacrifice. So what kind of a sacrifice is that? Right from the beginning there was a sacrifice. When an altar was made. When, uh, Abel brought an offering. You see? Isn't it interesting? No, we know, we know the story about Abel bringing an offering to the Lord. Hmm? Right? Uh, offering to the land. We know the story that God looks at Abel. And his offering. God looks at Cain and his offering. He re- has respect. I love that word. Boy. I have respect for Abel and his offering. What a tremendous, uh, God we serve. He respects us. And then he has, he does not have respect for Cain and he rejects his offering now we know the story about cain offering i mean we know there's not a the story we know the we know the concept or the doctrine or the fact that the, that abel offered the firstlings of his of his uh, of his flock and we know he, he offered it by faith but you know something hebrews brings out a nuance Hebrews chapter two, 11 brings out a nuance in this whole uh, concept of um, of the offering at the altar. Turn with me into Hebrews chapter 11 and I'll show you the verse. Hmm. Are you there? Uh, verse 4 just enough. Hmm? Huh. <laughs> look at this. Look at the look at this uh, look at this uh, the nuance over here. By faith Abel offered to God, a what? A more excellent sacrifice than Cain. That is, that is the point. Oh, did Cain offer an excellent sacrifice? Yes. The new answer over here is, Lord, I'm not not just not going to give you the excellent, I'm going to give you the most excellent in my life. That is the principle. Of the sacrifice, what a nuance that is! You know what? We get satisfied with excellent. <laughs> yeah, in Christianity, there's always a choice between the excellent and the ah, the accurate and the uh, more accurate. Ah-ha-ha. You know it from Acts chapter 18 that uh, you know Apollos knew the word. Accurately, and Phileas, uh, Priscilla, and Todd, he taught the word more accurately. We are always satisfied with the accurate. Am I accurate doctrinally? Correct. <laughs> God says, you know what? That nuance is very important. Over here, excellent and most excellent. We are all satisfied with excellent. Oh my goodness, we should never be satisfied with, with, with all the. I mean, this. I'm not saying that we we we, we live by, uh, on on condemnation and guilt. Excuse me. Condemnation and guilt is not the point over here. I'm talking about the attitude of the heart. Okay. Sacrifice. In me excellent and more excellent. We give most excellent for the world and we give excellent to God. After all, we are giving excellent. No, come on. Compared to others, we are also good. And God knows. Turn with me to Malachi, please. Chapter 1 and verses 6 to 11. Let us read them carefully, okay? We just read. We don't have to, uh, we don't have to, uh, we don't have to exposit. Just read it. Let the word of God speak for itself, okay? Let's read. Now, like Paul tells Timothy, give attention to reading of the scriptures. So I'm giving attention, according to the word of God, to the reading of scriptures, okay? Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 onwards. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. I have respect for, so respect for you, right? And what am I, what am I, what am I asking from you? Respect. A son honors his father, a servant his master, if then I am the father. <laughs> what a tremendous definite article over here. I am the father. In other words, without me there is no father. I, in other words, I am the cause for everything in your life. The father means the reason. Avigail means the cause of joy. Avshalom means the cause of peace. (laughs) You know Avshalom, the cause of peace. Okay? The cause of peace. The father. The father of the nation. Means he is the reason for the existence of a nation. The reason for any existence. I am the father. In him we move and have our being. He is the father. Meaning he is uh, the reason for every other thing existing. He upholds everything by the word of his power. In him all things are held together. What a statement that that man, great old man Chuck made. Oh. He was held to the cross, but he was holding the nails that was holding him to the cross. What a statement that is. What a statement. My dear brothers, holding the nails that was holding him to the cross. Okay. Where if I am the father, you want to see the reason for everything in your life. I am the reason. Where is my honor? If I am, okay, a master, but I am the father. Where is my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts to you, the priesthood despised my name. Yet you say, how have we, how have we, we despised your name? We always have this, have this question. No, 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 Lord. We gave, gave our best. Come on, Lord. Come on. You, you, this is too much. Where did we make mistakes? And then he will say, you offered what? Defiled food on my altar. But say, in what way have you defiled you? By saying the table of the Lord is what? Contemptible. And then you say, uh, when you offer what? Blind as a, as a sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and sick, it is not, easy, is it not evil? Offer it to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would you, would he accept you favorably? I, I remember the story, uh, my, my children, my, my parents told me when I was a young boy, Um... There was a duck and a flamingo. You know flamingo, right? They were friends. So one day, the duck invited the flamingo to his home. Okay. So, and he made nice porridge for the flamingo. What does flamingo eat? Fish. And it's got a long beak. And the duck has a beak and a long tongue. So he invited the flamingo and he made nice porridge. And he said, Flamingo, eat. Flamingo said, okay. And he started eating, but you know what? The plate was like this and he was trying to pull, pull, pull the, pick the porridge like this. And he was not able to pick. And he was very hungry. And the duck said, oh, you don't know how to eat. Come, let me show you. And he just licked up the whole porridge. This is how you eat. Do you have more porridge? No, it's over. Go home. And the Flamingo got really frustrated. He said, okay, fine. Tomorrow you come to my home <laughs> for lunch. You know what he did? He made nice fish curry and he put it in a nice big uh, pot like this with a long you know, uh, neck. And he served it before the duck and the smell was appetizing. Ah, fish smell. Eat. This fellow tried to eat, put his beak into the pot, he's not able to he said do you know you don't know how to eat yeah it smells tasty but i don't know how to eat let me let me show you and he put his long big chak, and he ate all the fish and he said this is how you eat <laughs> do you have any more fish left no please go home <laughs> where's my honor where's my honor You see, it is just not important what you serve God. It is important how you serve God. In what vessel you serve God. The dirtiest plate and the best food is not going to make the the food <laughs> clean. There should not be any element of sin in that. No leaven. A little leaven, leavens the whole lump. And you added? Would he would he accept you favorably? And then verse 9 and why nine on look at the indictment. But now you entreat God's favor, that he may be gracious to us while this is being done by your hands. Will he accept you favorably? says the Lord of hosts. Who is there among you who would shut the doors so that you should kindle this fire on my altar in vain? Please, 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 please shut the doors. Don't come, don't, don't come to my uh, <laughs> to my, to my, to my, uh, church anymore. That's exactly what God did. No, He shut all doors now. I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord. Nor will I accept the offering from your hands. And then what happens? For, from the rising of the sun, even to his going down, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. In every place, incense shall be offered in my name. And a pure offering for my name shall be great among the nations, says the Lord. You see? <laughs> And if you have a good thing and you hide it for yourself and you give the lame and the sick to God, cursed are you. Excellent sacrifice. So first God is looking at the quality of the sacrifice. So how do you ascertain the quality of the sacrifice? Genesis chapter 22, verse 3. Actually, verse uh, verse 2 onwards. Yeah, 2 onwards. Mm. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son, whom? Ah, whatever you love, first of all, offer it on the... See, I remember Pastor telling us, no? Your obedience is not tested when you are asked to do the things that you like. Your obedience is tested when you are asked to do the things that you don't like. Or, when you are asked to give, What is? what do you love the most? Give it to me. Give it to me. That is the reason why it says, by faith, uh, uh, Abraham offered Isaac and he received him back as a type of the resurrection. Whom you love, whatever you love the most, offer it on the altar. Whom do you love the most? Your family? Your wife? Your children? Your (laughs) career? Whatever it it is, offer it. Then uh, Psalm fifty-one, verse sixteen and seventeen. Psalm fifty-one verses. For yeah, yeah, sixteen and seventeen. For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. I mean, I can offer thousands and thousands of bullocks. I mean, and goats. I, I, I remember uh, Solomon when the, when the, uh, temple was being ordered, uh, was being dedicated, thousands of bulls. My God, those fellows had so much. No problem. Bulls are not an issue at all. Sacrifices of God are a what? Are a broken spirit. And a broken and a contrite heart. These, oh God, you will not despise. A broken heart. A broken heart over sin. A heart which is broken over the sin that you have offended God. That sacrifice. The quality. 46, Psalm. You know this very well, right? No? 46 to 6 onwards actually. Hmm? 6 to 7 actually. 6 to 8. 40, 40. 40. Psalm 40, verses 6 to 8. Yeah. Sacrifice and offerings you do not desire. My ears you have opened. And the other in Hebrews it says, A body you have prepared for me. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you do not require. What did you require? This, then I said, Behold, I come in the scroll of the book that is written of me. I delight to do your will, oh my God, and your law is within my heart. That is the reason why if anyone wills to do his will, then he will know, the doctor. It's a willing heart. Okay, A broken heart and a willing heart. That is the sacrifice that God requires. And whatever you love in your heart, in other words, there is no other place for anybody in my life other than God. What a tremendous requirement, isn't it? And who can have this kind of a love? Only God can give us. Therefore He says, I will circumcise the heart of your heart and the heart of your fathers. And what will I do? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow tribulation knowing that tribulation worketh patience, patience, godly character, character, hope. And hope will not disappoint. Why? Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Through whom? Through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. He has to give. And therefore, I will take you this through this entire process and refine you so that I can refine your love for me. It will be absolute. Your you, heart will have no other place. You uh, will have n- nothing else in your heart except for me. That's it. No other place. No, For no one else, there is place in my heart other than God. Okay. If God chooses to move. save us, he will save us. But we have already made a choice. We are not going to bow down to your altars. Your idols. Simple. Over. Finished. Over. Completely. I delight to do your will, oh my God. And your law is within my heart. Where is it? Where is it? On my heart. That is the reason why if you turn with me to Psalm 50, verse 5 only. Hmm. What is it? Gather my saints together to me. Those who have made a covenant with me by Ah, sacrifice. I have made a covenant with my eyes. And so how do you do it? Pluck out your eyes. How do you pluck out your eyes? Cut your subscriptions. Oh Lord. So wild things, my goodness, no? How they are normalizing all these things? How they are doing it? So subtly and there is no outrage against it anymore. I mean, if will the subscriptions for Netflix come down or increase? See, they are only able to make content like this because they know they have customers for it. And, you know, I was thinking about it, now. How do you protect the innocence of a child in this day and age? What a challenge. How do you protect the innocence of a child? I mean that is going to be the one of the most difficult, what do you call see, be innocent of evil, be excellent at at what is good. Innocent of evil, think about that, my dear brothers. What a tremendous responsibility when we ourselves will struggle as men. To protect the innocence of the child. To guard it most precious thing and there's so many people who have gone through trash in this world in their childhood their innocence has been taken away i think we should there should be some kind of an outcry it's like you know it's like frog in the kettle right literally we, they, they wouldn't have given us this kind of a thing maybe 20 years back. We would have immediately rejected, this is nonsense, we cannot accept this. But now, one tweet here, maybe one tweet there. Are we think, Are we going to take Netflix, Netflix to court? Huh, I don't think so. What is that? 10 years age gap in California. Verse 16 or the same chapter. I'll tell you why this is important. Psalm 50 verse 5. Okay, just before we, we go there. Psalm 50 verse 5. Go back there. Go back there. Gather my saints together with me. Those who are made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Now, look at this. Turn to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. I'll show you a verse. Matthew chapter 18. Hmm? Matthew chapter 18. And verse, um, okay, sorry, <clears throat> yeah, verse seven onwards. Can we can can we uh, uh, read it in uh, w- w- verse uh, five onwards? Verse five onwards. Verse five onwards. Yeah, verse five onwards. Matthew chapter eighteen, verse five onwards. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me, right? Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin. It would be better for him if a milestone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Okay. And then he says something very interesting. Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses must come. Uh, Other translations actually, ESV uses the word temptations. Okay. ESV uses the word. Okay. Woe to the world because of temptations, for temptations must come. But woe to that man by whom the temptation comes. Okay. Lead us, not in, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from whom? From the evil one. That means you have become the evil one now. You have become the instrument of Satan to bring temptation. To whom? To these little ones who believe in my name. And therefore he says, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, pluck it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the uh, everlasting everlasting fire and go on. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it off. Take heed, verse 10, that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven their angels see the face of my father that is in heaven, always. It's happening, boss. i think it's a tremendous requirement for us as our elders in the church right lord enable me to keep my purity lord for the sake of my brothers for the sake of my brothers for the sake of my sisters my thoughts and my actions look at your children okay and past parents and just have pity on them literally and say lord let me do everything possible to protect their innocence And don't do nasty things before their lives. Protect their innocence because people know too many things too early these days. Hmm? <laughs> at least during my time, boss, when somebody would say about girlfriend, oh ghar karpe. Even in Nigeria, right? Yeah, I know. They will lower the boom. Oh, it's become, ah, it's, okay, it's so casual. Ah, it's okay. Very, very important for us. This, these we are living in days and age where we have to protect. That's the most important. I love the prayer that Sister Elsa prayers prays now. She says, Lord, let there be a generation a oh lot who would be innocent of this of evil. What a prayer. I love that prayer. I said, Lord, even I, I keep praying for my own children. I said, Lord, protect their innocence, O oh Lord. They don't have to know. They already know they know sin. They're and sin shaped, shaped in iniquity. Why do you want to give them information before their time? I have to know. We are always zealous for our generation. That's a sacrifice. And then another sacrifice. You know what the other sacrifice is? 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 20 onwards. We know this very well. Yeah? From 20 onwards. And, Samuel, and Saul said to Samuel, But I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and gone unto the mission on which the Lord sent me, and brought back Agag of the king of amalek i have utterly destroyed the amalekites and then what but the people took the plunder sheep and oxen the best of the things oh you know god requires the best no i want to offer the best things so that i to sacrifice to the lord and i have uh, other translations will use the word i have devoted to destruction verse 22 samuel says has the lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in what? Obeying. Yeah. See, you know what? Obeying is a sacrifice. You know that? Every time I have to be obedient, I have to say no to myself. I have to say yes to God. <laughs> if, 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 if I ask Peter to do something, Peter, can you just bring me that glass of water from there? He has to stop what he's doing. He has to deny what he is doing and he has to obey and he has to begin to do what I ask him to do. What is that? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. It's very simple concepts, but they are profound. And I find that in Christianity, it is simple, but the most difficult. Simple to understand, difficult to obey. Understand so Samuel said, the Lord has great, del- has the Lord great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Oh, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. The fat, the fat belongs to God, right? Everything belongs to God. Huh? He says to heed, to o- heed means to submit. To heed means to what? To come under sub- submission. Submission is a sacrifice. Do you know that? I have to submit to my husband. Oh. This guy, Lord. <laughs> it takes a lot, Lord. Can I fast and pray for 21 days? No, no, no. Don't have to fast. Just pray. Just submit to him. For to this fellow, Lord. Now that is most of the time the complaints that uh, sisters have, no? To this guy, Lord. That you have given me? That you have given me. <laughs> Love your wives. To this girl, Lord, that you have given me, it is better to live in the housetop. <laughs> or in the wilderness. I'll take care of your sheep, Lord, <laughs> in the wilderness. No, 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 no. no. Love your wife and deal with her with understanding, granting her honor as a weaker vessel so that you are heirs together of the grace of life. Otherwise, <laughs> ah, ayi, prayers will not be heard. Which is easy? (laughs) Which is easy? To go into the mission field or to love the wife? Oh. That is interesting, huh? Think about that. Think about that. Obedience. Okay. Children, honor your father and mother. Obey your parents in the Lord. These parents, Lord, always fighting. They don't care for my needs. They don't care what I bec- what becomes of me. Why should I? <laughs> honor. And he tells those people who are entering into the promised land. That's remarkable, isn't it? They lost 40 years of their lives because of the disobedience of their parents. And he says, honor your father and mother. If any man does not honor his father and mother, let him be what? Cursed. And everybody should say, amen. Ayy baboy. You said amen now. Think about that. Which is easy. Which is easy. Which is easy. To say, pick up your mat and walk. Or to say, your sins are forgiven. Think about that. That is sacrifice. Obedience. Obedience. To heed, to submit. That means that to submit is better than the fat of rams. How can you say that you submit to God whom you cannot see? If you do not submit to your boss. Whom you can see. Of course. Notwithstanding the fact that he is nasty with you. But. If this be the will of God. It is better for you to sacrifice. uh, to, to, To suffer for righteousness sake. If this be the will of God. Understand. If this be the will of God. If conscious towards God. You are good to your unjust master. This is great in the sight of God. Why? (laughs) Christ also suffered, leaving for us a a what? An example that we should follow in his footsteps. That is sacrifice. To obey, to obey, to submit. To obey, to submit. To obey, to submit. To obey implicitly. I mean, I sometimes I go... I think when you look at the old covenant prophets. Jeremiah. Yes, sir. Take a nice loin cloth. Very fantastic. Put it under around your waist. Okay. Now take it off. Okay. Go to Euphrates. Okay. Go to that place and put it in the cleft of the of a rock over there. Okay. Fine. Come back home. And back. From Israel he has to travel to Euphrates, Baba. Just to put a piece of a loin cloth. And now what? Go back. <laughs> Just to teach an object lesson to Israel, a prophet has to be completely surrendered to God. Isaiah. Yes, sir. You're a Very intelligent fellow you are. Yes, sir. Look at your literature skills. Fantastic. Graduated from the top university in Israel. Your royal blood. Yes, sir. Do one thing. Take off your clothes. Walk naked. What? Just as my servant Isaiah has walked with its, with his backside uncovered, I'm using uh, euphemisms, by the way. KJV is even more brutal. (laughs) You see? So will my people go into captivity. You have to become an objectless. That's what it means to say yes, sir. Because no? Peter and Sam taught us yes, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, sir. That is what it means to say yes, sir. Yes, sir. To obey is a sacrifice. See, that is the altar. The principle of the altar will not change, my dear brothers. It's not going to change for you. It's not going to change for me. It's not going to change for anybody. To obey, to obey, to obey is better than sacrifice. And then verse 23, look at this. If you don't have this, what is the next one? For rebellion, is as a sin as witchcraft and stubbornness. You see, you have obedience and heeding. Obey and heed rebellion and stubbornness you see the combination over there the opposite of obey is to rebel to oppose the opposite of heed is to be stubborn stubbornness and then he says because and the whole thing is what is happening because you have rejected no 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 i have obeyed to the voice of the lord no you have rejected the voice of the lord you were supposed to completely go and destroy it amalak You rejected it. Partial obedience is disobedience. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Obedience, obedience, obedience. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. And then he will say, I have sinned. So much of words are required for you to come to the point of saying, I have sinned. And yet he will say, no, 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 no. Please come and uh, worship next to me so that the people have good impression about me. See? Obedience. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Look at this. Uh, I beseech you therefore, brothers, offer your bodies by the mercies of God, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. That is the reason why you know Paul says I bring my body to what? Subjection. You know, when do you actually burn fat? When your the whole thing starts burning, right? Okay, I mean I, I, I take a first one kilometer jog from uh, from, uh, uh my place to the end of SR school I don't think it's one kilometer, it's about half a kilometer. By the time I reach SR school my whole body is panting and saying, Requesting me to stop. please Vijay, have mercy upon me. <laughs> what do you say? No, <laughs> no, 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 you fellow. No, 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 you fellow. That's exactly what um, uh, Muhammad Ali was, uh, was used to stay, tell his body. One more mile, one more mile. The entire body is craving and pleading for me. Please stop, please stop, Ali. Please stop. He said, no way, no way, no way. One more mile, one more mile, one more mile. Because I don't want to end my career as a loser. Every punch should count. Okay, Fly like a butterfly. Sting like a bee. You know what a bee does, right? When it comes and pokes you, it leaves its sting. That's it. That means it makes it count. Every sting. You'll remember it. (laughs) It comes and stings you. That means every punch that fellow gives, it leaves a mark. You have to, you'll have to you'll just be totally disoriented. Paul says, I don't beat the air. Every punch will count. Beat my body. Oh my goodness, my body. My body is craving. I beat my body and bring it to subjection and make it my slave. Run, Milka, run. <laughs> Bhag Milka, Bhag Run. Run. Offer your bodies. A what? As a living sacrifice. Why? Now your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You're bought with a price. It is not your own. It is mine. The body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You cannot take the members of your body and make it the members of a hardest. What? Question mark. Can you take the members of a harlot and make it a, members of a harlot and make it the members of Christ? Or members of Christ? Don't you know they become one flesh? And those who is joined with a harlot is one flesh with a harlot, and those who joined with the Lord is what with what with him? One spirit with him? Don't you know it? Sacrifice. Offer your bodies as a what sacrifice? A living sacrifice. Holy my ears, O oh Lord, my eyes, my mouth, my hands, my feet. Instruments of righteousness, Lord. Weapons, it says in other translations. Weapons of righteousness. How do we have an altar without a sacrifice, my dear brothers? Otherwise. That is the reason why first Peter chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. We know it very well. Hmm. But let us read it again. Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh, suffered in the flesh, has what? Seized from sin. You know something very important? He who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. And what is the definition of sin for a believer? Anything which is not from faith is sin. In other words, in what context is he saying? In the context of what? Eating. You know something? Through eating you can actually proclaim the gospel? Excuse me? Galatians, exactly. Exactly what he said. In Galatians, he was eating with the Gentiles, who, Peter, and he, The moment he saw the Jews coming from the from the circumcised party from James, he rose up. You see what is happening? He is not. What is not? What is he not doing now? He is not eating from faith. Can you believe that? This is by getting off from the table. He is not eating from faith. Paul immediately stands up and he says, what is going on? Are you not proclaiming the gospel through? You're eating? And he says, we as Jews live like Gentiles. Why are you forcing the Gentiles to live like Jews? Knowing that we are all justified by what? By faith alone. Don't you know, Peter, that even when you're eating the apostle, when he eats, he preaches the gospel. Can you imagine? The very act of eating. See, it actually takes us a little higher, isn't it? That we don't take all these things lightly in everything in a believer's life. You eat from faith. You sleep from faith. You run by faith. Huh? Jog by faith. Play badminton by faith. You take part in Olympics by faith. By like Eric Little. Not on Sunday, please. But you trained all these days to become the, the Usain Bolt of your time, right? Huh. I'm not insane. Think about it, no? He runs, gets the gold medal in the 400 meters or 200 meters if I'm right. And then he runs all the way to China and becomes a martyr in China. That is running by faith. Go to lab by faith. Go to the hospital by faith. Huh. Whatever a believer does, it's by faith that you proclaim the gospel. And, and this is, these are things, my dear brothers, we need to be very, very careful about. So, he was suffered in the flesh. Has ceased from? Sure, you're getting calls from the CA. <laughs> that you should no longer live the rest of your life for the rest of, uh, of uh, live the rest of his life, uh, rest of his time in the flesh for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. This is the principle. Principle. See the inescapable altar. Do you think it is possible to live a Christian life without this? Huh? Do you think? The very first thing that you enter into the tabernacle, you will find, you find one altar there, right there, staring at you, the biggest, in fact, it's a huge bronze altar. You cannot enter without the altar. It's impossible. It's imperative. Everything else follows. You cannot skirt the altar. Impossible. That's where it starts. The life of a Christian starts at the altar. The life of exchange. So let us look at one cry against the altar. Okay. There's a cry against the altar. If you look at the entire Bible there's only one time there's a guy who's not prophesying to the people he's prophesying against the altar. Let's look at that. Yes. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Kings chapter 13 what am I saying? Hmm. Huh. I'm in the Corinthians mode, huh? <laughs> this is, uh, Dr. Richard has got the autocorrect. <laughs> he says not. Ca- can you imagine from Kings to Corinthians? And you have an autocorrect. See, how can you replace AI with humans? Or rather humans with AI? What nonsense, huh? Impossible. This is what we call as the level of the soul. The soul of a man, okay? And the soul of a stupid computer, hmm? <laughs> There are no soul. 1 Kings chapter 13, let's read from verse 1. And behold, a man of God went from Judah to Bethel by the word of the Lord. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. Then he cried out against the altar. He did. You see that? He is crying out against that altar which does not demand sacrifice. It is called the altar of convenience. We know it very well. Why should you have to go all the way to Jerusalem? The entire Bible, you scan the entire Bible, there is one place God prophesies against the altar because you cannot scout the altar, my dear brothers. It's impossible. Why are we being taught so much about the altar? It is impossible, impossible for Abraham to come to the place where he is called Abraham. He had to first meet God at Shechem as Abraham. His name still doesn't change. How do we skirt it? So God comes and says, he cries out against the altar by the word of the Lord. The man of God went by the word of the Lord and he cried out against the altar by the word of the Lord. We look at the altar. But I want to look at the prophet before I look at the altar. <laughs> the prophet is important for me. This prophet, by the way, is a young guy. Because there was an old prophet. Comparison. Hmm? Because he doesn't call him a, the prophet. And there is an older prophet. So old prophet means he's is a young guy. Possibly as, as young as, let's say, the youngest among us is uh, Sam, Sam over here. The other others are all comparing ourselves to him. We are old, okay? Okay. The so, young prophet, the prophet, the call of the prophet. It's not easy, as I told you. They are supposed to do crazy things, without asking questions. I mean, I I can't imagine the logic of having a loincloth cloth around your waist and going all the way to Euphrates, put it in the in in that thing. In that cleft of the rock, come back home, walk back all the way from Euphrates back to Jerusalem or wherever he's staying. I think he's staying in Jerusalem. Yes, of course. Jeremiah is in Jerusalem. And then after several days, go back to Euphrates, come back again and teach a lesson, showing the loincloth. You think prophet is easy? Prophet is a mouth of God. Let us look at the prophet, because I, 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 I'm zealous for the office of the prophet. Okay, <laughs> it's important because the church is built upon the. I'm uh, not that I, I want to become a prophet. Boy, that is a different thing altogether. Because people so so flippantly use the word prophet, prophet, apostle. Are you boy? They just throw words like that without even knowing what it means. Paul and Silas. You know what Silas was? Paul was a apostle. Silas was a prophet. I mean, I like the way the whole Bible is. Paul and Silas. So what is happening to Paul and Silas? <laughs> hey, you're gonna be beaten up, okay? <laughs> it says, Silas greatly strengthened the disciples. Prophet. They were prophets of God. Read the book of Acts carefully. Now, the prophet is important for me. So, I I just want to look at some aspects of the prophet which I've spoken to my heart, I want to share with you. Nothing which has not spoken to my heart, I want to share with you. Look at first, Jeremiah chapter 15. Because I think Jeremiah is a prophet of the last days. I feel the spirit of Jeremiah and Elijah. I'll tell you why. Because people are going to captivity. I think two, two prophets are important. Jeremiah and Ezekiel. Okay, Isaiah is also important, but at least as, in as far as my mind is concerned, Isaiah is too difficult for me to comprehend. I'll tell you honestly, because the language is such a high level. Jeremiah is a kind of, kind of guy like us. I mean, at least like me, you know, simple fellow. Uh, he writes in simple, he doesn't write so many mysteries. It's all plain only. You've seen, Re- read the book of Jeremiah, it's an easy read, but a very powerful read. Ezekiel also, okay, some place he's not able to express in too many words, but You'll see many, many truths are very, very plain. But in Isaiah, boy, you have to really, really have a gyan at a different level only. Okay. To unpack Isaiah, it's not easy to unpack Isaiah. We'll leave it to the other folk. But Jeremiah and Ezekiel, because he is the one who lamented. And you'll see, he is a guy who's trying to stop Israel to get into captivity. And you'll see that there's one, one beating drum, but... A prophet. I'll tell you why this is important also because when they ask this question, uh, whom do you pe- people say I am? Some say El- Elijah and some say Jeremiah. You know why? Jeremiah is a wo- one who wept. Cried. He wept. He had a burden for the people of God. And he had a God, he had questions also. A lot of questions. He was getting frustrated. Oh, Lord, why did you call me into ministry? And I think he had the book of Job. With him, no? What Job said, no? Cursed be the day I was born. Jeremiah also said the same words. Cursed be the fellow who came and told your, my mother that you have a male child. Jeremiah also said the same thing. Literally, vicariously living the life of Job. Life of suffering. Sort of complaints, but look at how God prepares them. And you know of chapter 1, etc. We know those things, chapters vary. But I want to look at one something, something very important. Jeremiah chapter 15, if you will. Uh, read from verse um, 15 to 18. Let's read from verses 15 to 18. The prophet is important. The prophet, the prophet. Hmm? The prophet. We look at the altar, but let us look at the prophet before we look at the altar. <clears throat> o Lord, you know, <laughs> remember me and visit me. And take vengeance for me on my persecutors. This guy is going crazy because he's being persecuted left, right and center. In your enduring patience, do not take me away. Know that for your sake I have suffered rebuke. What? Sabashi denga abhi. Bhagwana ke. I know you're a great guy. No, nothing like that. You'll see what God comes and says. Your words were found. Ah, that's interesting. Your words were found. How do you find words? Ah, You search. (laughs) You see, that thing came to Jeremiah easy. To find, you have to search. Proverbs, chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my, my commands within you, that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, Yes, if you cry out for discernment, lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will find, you will understand the fear of God and find the word. That's the word. Find. True knowledge of God. Now, the place where Proverbs uses the word find is he who finds what? Uh-huh. You know, findeth a wife. Findeth a good thing. You see, he use the word. Same word. and so, uh, that means boss search. Okay. Okay, just don't casually take some anybody like that. And so this is both for men and women. The most singular, important decision you'll be taking in your life, and I'm telling you honestly, as a guy who's been the been in the ministry for long for a while now, I understand the importance of this more than I understood before, before even I got married. So important, so 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 important. Something which you cannot skirt I mean, I th- I'll tell you something. No, David goes. After his incredible ministry, he brings the Ark of the Covenant right back to the temple, back to Jerusalem, and he is dancing, etc. And what does he do? He blesses the people. Now he wants to go back home and do what? Bless his home! And you think, Michael is waiting. Ayee, ayee. aapka blessing ke rahe, hum both wait kar rahe We are waiting for your blessing, oh my master. You've done a great work. No, they despise. Huh. Are important decisions in your life because these things will will determine your eternal future in, on this side and on the other side. So just don't seek. Uh, I'm just uh, throwing. I mean, giving you this advice for free because because when I was searching for the word found, I was interestingly said, "Okay, you fo- you have to find the knowledge of God and you also have to find a wife. So in order to find a wife, what should you do? You have to." Search. Who should search? Eleazar has to search. What should you do? Meditate. Okay. Take it by faith. Okay. See, I can only show you the scripture now. In the light of scripture, make a decision. It is all yours after that. Hmm? Okay, if you want me to g- get you married, okay, fine, I'll use my license, but that's, uh, <laughs> okay, of course, with the permission of Pastor James, I don't, <laughs> I, I, it is the church's property, not my property, okay, so <laughs> the church has a license, and I'm just the licensee, okay, <laughs> the church has the license, because they give it to the church, it's very interesting, no, they give it to the church, they don't even give it to me. So and so, Pastor, from gray tabernacle, church, thang, stamp. It's like that. So you cannot, I cannot uh independently use it for my glory. No, I can't. <laughs> it's not gonna happen that way. Okay. So this is important. Search. Search. Search, my dear brothers. You want to be a prophet? Search the scriptures. I like words about Apollos. Man who is what in scriptures? Mighty in scriptures. What a word. I mean, what does it to be? Mighty in scriptures. Boy, if he opens his mouth, you'll be stunned. Might ka matlab kya hai? You know what might means, right? With my argument, I'm gonna dishim you. That's it. You are what? Knocked out. That is what might means. Okay. You cannot gainsay my argument. You should see the speakers' corner debate between uh, uh, um, what's his name, Rashid. Ah, not Rashid. No, Adnan Rashid. Yeah, Adnan Rashid and Jay Smith. Speakers' corner debate. This fellow saying, like, hey, Jay Smith. He's, he's, he's calling Jay Smith. He's a liar. He's a liar. Afterward, Jay Smith was getting fact after fact after fact after fact after fact. After that, okay, okay, fine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gone. What is he doing? Mighty in scriptures. You know what they say about Jay Smith? When they go to Speaker's Corner, you know, <laughs> they say, if you're new to Speaker's Corner and if you're hearing Jay Smith's voice, you go and ask a Muslim. Who's this guy? He's the only voice we hear over there. We all speak, but he's the only voice we hear. He's got a jinn in his voice. He's got a jinn in his voice. They also acknowledge that he's got supernatural strength. He's the one who's dismantling Islam left, right and center now. Is breaking Islam at its foundations. The standard narrative has holes in it, my dear brothers. Has holes, has holes in it. Okay. The standard narrative has holes in it. Mighty in scriptures. Find, find God's words. Do you find God's words? The prophet is a man who has the word of God in his lips. That is the reason why, if you turn with me to 1st Peter chapter 4, please. If you turn with me to 1st Peter chapter 4, verse 8 onwards. 1st Peter chapter 4, verse 8 onwards. Okay, I want to look at the whole context so that you know what am i trying to say. And above all things, have fervent love for one another. For love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable one to another without grumbling. And verse 10 onwards. As each one has received a gift, minister it uh, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. The oracle has spoken over the after that. No more questions for the one. All doubts have been clarified. Apparently at least. Huh? If anyone speaks, let him speak as he... Do you see how? What a tremendous requirement from a guy who is speaking the word of God. that He has to be a guy who is a mouthpiece of God. I mean, that means he has to have the words of God. He who has my commandments. Huh. First of all, people don't even have commandments. They still have grade one commandment. If a little commandment goes a little high, they say out of syllabus. We don't know. Teacher didn't teach. You're being what? Unfair. But that's the reason why when I come to university, all those things are taken off. No? Whatever comes out of my mouth, <laughs> you are responsible. Okay. <laughs> How I love university. (laughs) Okay, 17. So, let's go back. He has to have the words of God. You have to find God's words. Let's go back to 1st, Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16 now. Hmm? Verse 16. Your words were found and what should I do? I should eat. That means what? I should internalize God's word. It's important for us to be people like that. I'll find the words of God. What should I do? I should start eating them. Eating a matlab, slowly digesting, taking it in, making it a part of me. Just not eating a matlab, not drinking. Eating is not drinking. You know that, right? Eating and drinking, they are different. Just because you are using the same alimentary canal, you cannot just conflate the two. You drink milk, you eat meat. What did I say? hmm Train up the child in the way that she should go. Okay. You know what the, the the actual picture in the Hebrew, you know what it is? The mother has to take that food into her mouth, mm-hmm, chew it, and take that out of her mouth and again put it into his mouth. So that it'll easily go. Notwithstanding the fact that it is still what? Solid meat. Solid food. It is solid food. That is training up. I found your words. That means I searched for it. Second, I ate them. Think about the recipes that we search for on, on YouTube, huh? And then once that follows, then he gives that recipe, he dances. You know that? He dances. Oh, rasam, rasam, rasam. He starts dancing. And, uh, oh my goodness, you should see my, 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 my children. And then and he says, the best way to eat rasam is <laughs> like this. Ah, that's Vareva. Yeah, Vareva. He's got what? Millions and millions of subscribers and millions and millions of viewers. But how about people going to Christian websites? Do you find millions of subscribers? Our channel has got 600 now with great difficulty. Six months, 600. 100 per month. That is our strike rate. <laughs> Can you imagine? The words were found and I ate them. How did I eat them? I started making a recipe. The time will come when people will not endure. What doctrine? Sound doctrine. So what? Be ready in season, out of season. Exhort, rebuke, correct, teach with all long-suffering. Words were found. And I hate them. You know why? Because I was a prophet. You want to prophesy against the altar of God? Boss, you better know the word of God. And I was actually preparing the altar and suddenly my, my eyes fell on the prophet. I said, boy, I have to look at the prophet first. Because, by the way, if this entire this story, story is so strange, the prophet is going to be eaten up by a lion. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I'm a spoiler alert. Okay, <laughs> the, spo- the guy is going to be eaten by lion. I mean, it's, think about that. That means if you are a prophet, your standards and requirements are so high, boss. Your words were found, and I ate them. That means I internalized them. That's the reason why I said, "Whatever you eat becomes you." <laughs> so, you want to become a prophet of God? Better be careful about your diet. Take heed. What you hear? 15-14. What? Proverbs. Okay. Morning devotion for my children. The heart of him who has understanding, what does it do? It seeks knowledge, but the mouth of the fools uh, feeds on foolishness. Adi, point. It feeds on foolishness. And so when you feed on foolishness, what do you become? Ah! Straightforward. Obviously, not the mouth of fools. Huh. What do you expect? Feeding on wisdom? <laughs> Impossible. Huh. The feed on foolishness. Because what you eat, you'll become who you are. And I found your words. And what did I do? I ate them. Go back to Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. My dear brothers, God, find God's word for yourself. And start to eat it. That's the reason why he says he tells uh, uh so, what's his name? Uh, Ezekiel. Son of man, eat what I give you. I'm sending you to a rebellious also. several several times. He says, Whether they're here or not here, you have to tell them what I give you. Whether they here I mean, you spread a banquet before them that they, they eat or not there is a choice but you you have no choice <laughs> you don't become rebellious what i whatever i give you eat it you internalize it so what did he do he ate the words and what did it become it tasted like what honey your word is like mm. honey on my lips you spread like water mm. to my soul your word is a lamp unto my feet. Jesus, I love you. He who loves God's word loves Jesus. Because you cannot have word without Jesus. In the beginning was the word. Do you love God's word? And he's telling, Jeremiah is telling, your words were found Lord, meaning I searched Lord. I know how, you know, I know how he searched because he found Job. And he said, Baba, of all the Torah and the writings, Job is the closest to my heart. And he meditated on Job like crazy. Job graduated in suffering with a PhD. Did this guy did an MPhil, I guess, PhD uh, in suffering. Okay, <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> okay, you are all laughing, but it's good, no? We have doctors in all kinds of things, Baba. But what about suffering? Hmm? hmm post doc Paul—that is post doc Paul. Paul did post several postdocs in different universities. In in suffering. And he had certificates also to prove. Where? On his body. You know the mark of a soldier are the wounds that he has. It's not the medals that he has. It's the wounds. You know this wound? This bullet that I took? Okay. Your words were found. And I ate them. And then what happened? And your word was to me, what? The joy and the rejoicing in my heart. It is when, when the word of God becomes a joy, you have become a prophet. You're graduating in the school of a prophet. Sometimes, you know, to be honest, okay? Let me be honest. Let me not pretend sometimes I come to the word so many times I got used to it right I said okay fine today okay I have to listen to it okay let me go Nepali I can maybe I just can escape it no let me just relax and then you know suddenly Holy Spirit convicts me what are you what do you want to become what do you want to become No, 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 no. Every language is an opportunity. It's like, you know what? I'm giving the best meal and I'm putting it on the table for you and you don't want to take it, Vijay. was to me joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Joy and the rejoicing of my heart. Why? Because, the what, what a statement, no? What, what, what is that word? Thank you, Dr. Richard. For, we have to graduate with a PhD in for, in the Bible. Not going and buying doctorates by writing some stupid thesis. Or honorary doctorates. Do a doctorate on for in the Bible, you'll know. That, word, that, that, some, that one word for is enough for a PhD. For, maybe the title of the thesis. For. Kya hai. For why? I am called by your name. O oh Lord God of hosts. You are the Lord of Shabbat. Host means what? Yehovah Shabbat. I'm calling you by my, but I'm called by your main Name means what? You are, you are the captain of the army and I am what? Your soldier. So I take your orders. And how do I take your orders? Willfully. Rejoicing. I find your words. I know your words. It's like those three mighty men of Jake, of David, no? Oh, I wish I could drink the water from the wells of Bethlehem. And you know what he did? Those three fellows did. That is the reason why you see these three are set apart. Every other three, they say, okay, this was a mighty man of David, but not as the other three. Those three, uh, those those three fellows are set apart. Set apart fellows they were. And then you'll see one of the salient features of those three, you know what? They stood alone when everybody else was going back they stood alone i'm called by your name yahweh Shabots shabbat i'm called by your name therefore when i found your words what did i do i ate them and it was Joy and a rejoicing of my heart. And what what do you think God is going to say? Fantastic, Jeremiah. No, no. For soldiers, you don't have a you don't have a prashamsha on your back. You don't need a pat on your back. People who need a pat on their back, boys, are they not soldiers? Good job, good job. You know what? Who need? Children need. Hey, good job, good job. A B C (laughs) D. Hare, fantastic! You graduated now from where? From level one to level two. Strange ways of celebrating mediocrity. Hmm. People, when I say this, will get offended. Sorry. From level one, you to level two, you and Riba uh, graduation party. They'll put that, that thing that that garment on their on their. Oh, you have to encourage them. Okay, as long as you're a child. Okay, fine. Next time, I want to see that gone when you graduate from university. Not now, please. Mein mila got that ground. And later on when I finished a PhD. Now one from level one to level two graduation ceremony. You all need what? Pat on our back. You have to encourage children. Okay. They have to be encouraged. Oh, good job, good job, good job. Oh, seven plus three? Ten? Oh, fantastic. Good job, good job. Albert Einstein. God is children. Okay. For Jeremiah's? Next word. <laughs> you want something? You want to become a prophet? This is what is going to happen to you. I did not sit in the assembly of mockers, God. You know what? For a prophet, separation is imperative. It is imperative. You cannot be the part of the crowd. Absolutely not. And when you find mocking, separate yourself. Just slowly withdraw so that others will get convicted. That is how you preach the gospel. Slowly, without offending anybody. Raise up and walk away. I don't want to be a part of this, please. Let not any unwholesome talk come out of my mouth, but that which only profits what? Edification. Evil company corrupts good manners. Prophet, 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 I did not sit in the assembly of the mockers that is expected of you. Don't, don't think that I'm going to give you a big uh, gallantry medal just because you got separated from the mockers. I do not rejoice, Lord. I sat alone. In other words, if it is on your part that you have to stand alone, you have to stand alone. And all the others will look at you and mock you. What will you do? What will you do? You know what you're doing? You're not doing it for your own sake. You're doing it for whose sake? For their sake! For their sake! You're not trying to come come out of the crowd saying, oh, see, I'm holier than you. You fellas, unholy, whatever adjectives you want to use. I'm not acting as if I'm holier than, no, 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 no. I'm doing it for your sake. I'm doing it for your sake. The prophet. You know, I was listening, I was reading this, I was getting convicted so much, no? See, to become an Apostle Paul, fine. At least Sylvanus we can be, when can we become? Paul and Sylvanus, huh? And Silas, huh? Sylvanus, right? Sylvanus. Sylvanus didn't have to write in one, one, even one book. That's, that is for Gyanas, Gyanis like Paul maybe, huh? For the Apostles like Paul. But can we be those people who will be there with the Apostle? Stand by him and strengthen his hand. Okay. Okay. I did not sit em, sit in the assembly of the mockers, nor did I rejoice. That means their rejoicing is not my rejoicing. You know, you know what, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, David says in Psalm 4, if I don't have to turn there, Psalm 4, he says, even more when their oil and their granaries got increased, I rejoiced more. Huh. They rejoice when they get a promotion. Today I got a salary hike. I don't rejoice and I get a promotion and getting it increased. If I get more money into my bank, nowadays I get scared. So I just, I'm not joking. Okay. In the morning I got an SMS, 7,000 rupees credited into my account. I said, who sent this Baba? And I got really tensed. Okay. I got up. I just immediately got up and I said, I hope it's not being sent. And then I went and checked online. It was sent several days back. I know who already sent it to me. Okay. So that is clear. And, uh, Then I received the SMS today. Thanks to IOB, okay? (laughs) IOB is always on time. So I said, "Oh my goodness, thank God!" (laughs) See, I don't rejoice. What causes them to rejoice? (laughs) It does. If I overcome sin. Yeah, today at least, you know what? In the end of the day, boy, one day, like, that, like, uh, pastor says, right, like, at least let there be one day in your life you can live without sin. What a challenge. Let that be. Let that be our prayer. Then you know what he said? I sat alone because of your hand. For you have filled me with what? You know what? There's righteous indignation. He looks at the compromise around and He's so fired up at the compromise. Not at the compromisers. At the compromise. He loves the compromiser. He says, save those people, but let not your garments even touch the filth. That's exactly what Abraham did. Sorry, Abraham did. When he rescued Lot, oh take the take all this. He said, I don't want this. I don't want to get something trash into my home. I rescued you not for money. Give to those fellows who are my allies. Not me. I have raised my hand to my God. That's what happens when you meet Melchizedek on the way, huh? Don't even want to touch. I love the compromiser but I don't like his compromise then he says why is my pain perpetual and my wound incurable which refuses to be healed will you surely be with me like an unre- will you surely be to me like an unreliable stream as waters that fail huh. and then what do you think sabashi dega no 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 and god gives him Several lessons. Let us re, let us look at lesson number one. If you return, then I will bring you back. You know what? You don't. You know what, uh, Jeremiah? Please don't get offended. Don't get offended and draw back like the disciples when they saw the teaching a little. It became a little tough. Who can bear this things? This is such a hard teaching. Hello, huh. will you also go away? Will you also go away? Will you also go away? You and you alone have the words of life, God. To whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? You know one of the tensions that I have in my heart. I want to take rebuke, but I don't know where I can take rebuke. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a very dicey situation. I want to take rebuke but can i cannot take rebuke I, I, I always get convicted with sammy you know he he wears a, uh, rebuke like a, like a badge today i got scolded hmm. i said boy hurry! i got scolded sir today i said ba <laughs> it's like a badge like a medal of honor <laughs> <laughs> so today I got scolded. I said, Papa, I wish. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to exalt everyone. I think this is what I, I, I learned from all, all my brothers, okay. They all teach me. I'm in a university. Okay. <laughs> and all are my teachers, okay. Okay. Everybody's my, so, Sir, today I got tribute. I said, boy. And he says, what is it, like a, like a badge? Oh, And he's like, he looks at me. You couldn't get rebuked, moron. Okay. (laughs) 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 You see? Can you wear it like a badge? (laughs) I mean, I I I get stunned sometimes. No, can I wear it like a badge? I'm just speaking to you, like a fool. (laughs) You want to be a prophet? If you return, in other words, you, brother prophet, you have to constantly keep changing your mind. Repentance should be a lifestyle for you. You have never come to a point where you don't have to change and turn back to me. If you return, then I will bring you back. Second, I will make you stand before me. The Hebrew word is my presence. I will make you stand in my presence before my... No, 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 no. Thank you. Faces. Yeah. yeah. Okay. (laughs) In other words, you know what? I will teach you my ways. I will show you my paths. That's a prayer, right? What's a prayer? Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Because these are your people and I have to lead them. And what does God answer? My, what? My faces. Yeah, my presence. Yeah, exactly. My presence or my faces will go with you. I will constantly keep teaching you the goodness of God, the severity of God. The goodness of God, the severity of God, the both sides, the multi-dimensional aspects of God. I will teach you all the faces of God. I will teach you. Okay, in other words, you want to be a prophet. You have to know both. <laughs> you need to have a balanced and a thorough understanding of who God is. The judgment of God and the mercy of God the severity of God and the goodness of God. I'll tell you something. In the cross of Jesus Christ, the mercy of God, the righteousness of God, the goodness of God, the holiness of God, the love of God, all coincide. The mercy of God is not against the judgment of God. The mercy of God agrees with the judgment of God. Where? On the cross. In other words, I will teach you the way of the cross. I will make you stand before me. I will make you stand before me. Who can stand before you, Lord? I, Unless and until what? I make you stand before me. I will make you stand. You know what happens to Ezekiel every time he goes into the presence of the Lord? He falls flat on his face. What does God do? He sends his spirit and makes him stand. It's impossible for us to stand in our own strength before God. Impossible. In other words, I will fill you with the what? with the holy spirit i will fill you with the spirit third thing you have to separate the precious from the vile no in order to understand precious what should you understand ah uh-uh, yeah zalal the word is zalal the vile what is vile you know you want to know what is vile Okay, let us do a small word study on while. Hmm? Deuteronomy 2120. And I want you to guess the word while, okay? All you students of the word. And they shall say to the elders of a city, the son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Guess the word while. No. Excuse me? Glutton. Gluttonous. In other words, whatever causes waste is vile. Do not be drunk with wine in which is what? Dissipation is what? Wastage. But be filled with the spirit. Glutton. (laughs) Okay, let me show it to you. Let God be true and every Vijaya liar. Proverbs 23, verse 20 and and 21. Proverbs 23, verse 20 and 21. Hmm? Do not mix with wine bibers or with gluttonous eaters of meat. What a tremendous statement. It doesn't say gluttonous eaters of vegetables. You see that? Because you eat vegetables, you'll never become glutton. Because sometimes you have to close your nose and eat it. Palak, ayo. Carrot, healthy. Carrot juice, papaya juice, ayo, baboy. What about spinach juice in the morning? (laughs) That's an (laughs) acquired. Okay, that is an acquired taste, sir. That is an acquired taste. Oh, it tastes so good, Acquired. hmm okay all you meat eaters i know you're from your teeth <laughs> you're laughing okay actually my wife is not listening to it so i'm not very very happy i can say all this okay later on when she listens to it gluttonous eaters of meat That is the reason why I will not defile myself from the food on the king's table. Who said that? Daniel. Vegetables, pulses, childnoc. It's in, the given. in other words, sambar. And my avail is more than sufficient for me. You give me roti with sambar, also, I'll eat. No problem. Roti with sambar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acquired taste. <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> not a problem. gluttonous. Precious and the while. You want to be a prophet? You see, your heating habits are very very important, Baba. What you eat. Do you know something? Meat was only allowed after Noah's Ark. <laughs> you want to eat meat, you fellas. Okay, eat. Wow. Sitting on my head. Okay, eat. I'm not against it. Please don't misunderstand. But do you understand what I'm talking, trying to say over here? every day we have to have non-veg and day. On veg every day. Okay. Thank you. And then look at this next statement in there. Are for, you see the reason why you should not become gluttonous eaters of meat? For the drunkard <laughs> and the glutton will come to what kind of a poverty? You will not have my words. That is the ultimate poverty. You will not have tears in your eyes to to lament over the sins of my people. That is the ultimate poverty. You know what these, one man of God said: the ultimate poverty is to not have even tears to shed for your sin. What a statement that is! You look at this lady, Simon, Simon, you Pharisee. She's cleansing my feet with her what? My goodness, I'm getting, my goodness, I'm getting (laughs) hot. Mal I love meat, okay. I don't want to mention who that is, but. (laughs) No, 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 please, I didn't say eaters of meat. Ah. There's a lot of difference. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Gluttonous eaters of meat, that is the word. For the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty. And what will come? And drowsiness will clothe a man with rags. Why you eat meat, you have to sleep like a lion for 18 hours. Immediately after biryani, what happens? <gasps> Mama, my body has to expound a lot of energy to digest the food. Can you imagine the irony of it? Think about it. My body has to expound a lot of energy to get energy. I mean, it's an equilibrium. By the way, poverty. This is Proverbs. When you say while, we think about while birth, we think pornography or, uh, something, all, all those things are there. <laughs> but you know what? What is the sin of uh, Sodom? Ah. Ah. Abundance of food and idleness. Gluttony? <laughs> oh my goodness. Please don't get offended. No, 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 no. It is not, ag- I'm not against meat. I also eat meat, Baba. Okay, I eat meat. I'm saying gluttonous eaters of meat. And drowsiness will clothe the man. With rags. Pastor James will go a, clo- a little more closer on what all is not allowed in meat. Also, that I am not going there till there. Now I am better than him at least. I am still <laughs> <laughs> so many meats which are allowed for you guys is not allowed for him, and I am still not going there. So I am a little one one notch lesser on So don't don't get upset with me. Okay, I am just the assistant pastor, Baba. <laughs> So I am still at the level of meat. He is at what meat also is 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 at that level? Mm, This is PhD only. This meat not allowed. Oh boy, that is at a different level only. So I am not talking about that. Now, let us think about the other thing. What is Whatever meat means whatever you consume. Whatever you consume which makes you drowsy. What is drowsy takes you your interest away from the word of god you were interestingly watching on the youtube that movie okay and your holy spirit convicts you watched almost seven hours on the youtube okay let us read the word of god now you turn your eyes to the word of god what happens two seconds you fall asleep it is even a sleeping pill will not stand a chance suffering from insomnia. Read the Bible. Yeah. I'm getting, Oh my goodness. So many calls. <laughs> no, I, I it was not offended. I was not pointed out to anybody. Please. Uh, I'm talking about gluttonous eaters. Gluttonous. Where's my notes? Okay. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, and then 28.7, finally, Proverbs. Huh? Whoever keeps the law is a discerning son, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. If I am the father, where is my? Don't worry. I'm going to go and buy fish now. Just uh, right now after this. Don't, don't, don't. This is not. I'm talking about gluttonous eaters. You're thinking too much about food all the time. Your eyes on the fish only, Rebaba, From uh, Egypt. What is this? Manna, manna, manna. Fish. Freely we ate, and on that point, that is enough for them to go back to Egypt. That point is enough. That point about food is enough for them to go, to, go back to Egypt. be your profit then go back to jeremiah chapter 15 verse 18 hmm? i don't yeah 18 um, yeah do you, it's 19 sorry 19 19 you do you separate the the while from the 19 verse 19 bro. Uh, from the precious you take care of the while okay you will have a heart for the f- precious. if you live according to the flesh you will die that's an ultimate ultimate thing no you know sometimes you know we should be confronted with such ultimate questions if you live according to the flesh you will die to whom is it saying To believers yeah that is how i came to the lord by the way i don't want to go back to that thing but you no know, Those ultimate questions you are not given these days. In other words, Christianity is a matter of what? Life and death? Hmm? If you return, then I will bring you back. You shall stand before me. Third, if you take away the precious from the wild. Fourth, you shall be my mouth. You want to be my mouth, My prophet. My goodness, you should see the way the prophets see, right? Remember Ahijah the prophet who prophesies for Jeroboam that he is going to have the ten parts of the kingdom. And now Jeroboam's son falls sick. And he calls his wife and he says, Dress up in disguise. Go and ask Ahijah the prophet whether I'm uh, my son is going to be healed or not. And Ahijah, by the way, is dim. He can't see. And uh, before he can go, God comes and whispers in his ear, Ah, this lady's coming now. So Jeroboam's wife is about to knock the door, tuck, 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 before she knocks the door. Hello, Jeroboam's wife. Shock! Please come in, please come in. Waiting for you only. Shucks, man. Scary, huh? Wanna be a guy like that? That is a different level, no? You will become my mouth. You will be my mouth. You want to be my mouth? I, I need all of these. You have to return. That means never become offended because of the word. You shall stand before me. That means you should know my ways. Both the good, the bad and the ugly. All the three. You have to take the precious from the wine. Third things. And you shall be as my mouth. Then you know what happens? Then fourth thing. Let them return to you. But you don't return. In other words, you will have a tremendous temptation to please men. Oh, they are not receiving my message. Let me just change a little here to make it palpable. That that rights I have not given you. You are whose mouth? (laughs) Yeah, my mouth. I own your mouth. Whatever I ask you to speak, you should speak. Mikaya, no? Hey, prophesy. All the prophets are saying this thing. You also prophesy. Whatever the Lord asks me to prophesy, I can prophesy. Balam also had no choice, Baba. Whatever he puts in my mouth, I have to say, what? I can't change my message? Turn with me to Galatians, please. Galatians, Galatians 1, chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1. And we will stop in few minutes, okay? Five more minutes and I'll finish. Galatians chapter 1. And verse, Dr. Richard, you can find that verse very well. Verse 10 onwards. For do I now persuade men or God? Do I now... Seek to please men, for if I still please men, I would not be. Other translation, I should not be a bond servant of Jesus Christ. I should not be. You know, at the core of the false gospel, you know what it is? That desire and inclination to somehow get a sabashi from people. To please men. Forever, still please man, I should not be a born servant of Jesus. you have a tremendous temptation, Jeremiah. Somehow change the message. I know these fellows are rejecting, rejecting, rejecting. How long will you tolerate this? <laughs> but one thing, you can get accepted by people at, at, at what cost? I will reject you. Is that okay with you? Oh, it was okay with Saul. (laughs) Okay, fine. You rejected me from being king. Okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Not a problem. Please, prophet, please, Samuel, please stand by me. Let the people have a good impression about me. All I'm concerned is what people think about me. Guy's not even interested. Wanna be a prophet? The altar and the prophet (laughs) that's the title of today's message Hmm. the altar and the prophet because abraham was called the prophet Hmm. because he had the altar and this is the altar for a prophet it's a life of sacrifice a life of dying to himself let's go back Okay, verse 11, verse 11, yeah. Uh, Galatians chapter 1, verse 11. But I make known to you, brothers, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. That is the reason why, you know what God God tells Peter, Jesus tells Peter, get thee behind me, Satan, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but you are mindful of the things of man. You are trying to please man. Finally, verse 20 of Jeremiah chapter 15. And I will make, I'll make you this, you to this people a fortified bronze wall and they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you for I am with you to save you and I will deliver. In other words, you will have a, a complete assurance of my presence. I will back you up. Can you imagine? I'm, 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 it's like, you know, the words of Paul are the words of God. the point. What a statement that is. You no, know, When he says, I also have the spirit of God. Ooh, I have the mind of Christ. Ooh. In other words, when Paul writes, God writes. When Paul writes, God writes. When Paul reads, <laughs> when Paul speaks, God speaks. I will deliver you from hand of the wicked. I will redeem you from the grip of the terrible. In other words, nobody will be able to do anything to you. You know why? I will back you up. The backing of God, the backing of heaven will be with you. I will give you the anointing. Do you want to be backed up by God? Don't serve man. That is the reason why he says, do not become servants of men. You were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of men. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Of course, chapter 16, you don't have to turn there. Jeremiah, don't, also don't get married. Okay. That is, uh, that is, I don't want to say that to many of you because again, so many hearts will go crazy. I don't want to say that. Okay. Yeah. How's the prophet? And what will happen? You know what they do to discredit the prophet? They'll do whatever it takes. But one of the, one of the methods of Satan. I will tell you something. This is a, what, this is what you have. If you have to be prepared for, eighteen eighteen Jeremiah. This is what you have to be prepared for. You want uh, how people will attack you? This is how they attack you. Look at this. Look at this. I'll stop here. This is the last verse for the day. Hmm? Look at this, and we'll look at the different translations. Okay, uh, we'll look at first with NKJV. Okay, and then we'll stop. Then they said, come, let us devise plans against Jeremiah. For the law shall not perish from the priest, nor counsel from the wise, not the word from the prophet. In other words, we have so many priests, so many counselors, so many prophets. We don't need this fellow Jeremiah because he's always saying not good things about us, only bad things. How do we stop him? Come, let us attack him with the thumb. That is what they do. They'll slander your name. Are you ready for that? Man, for me, it's very important now. How dare you say something about me? Dude, you know, etc, et, et, et et And if you have that kind of an attitude, you can't be a prophet. Let us attack him with the tongue and let us not give heed to any of his words. You know what they do? If they want to stop people heeding his words, you know what they do? They will discredit and call you all kinds of they slander and gossip about you, so that they will attack the messenger and discredit his message. But thanks be to God, the message of God cannot be stopped from the mouth of the prophet. You know why? The entire hosts of heaven is backing him up. You can come and do whatever you want. You will be only kicking against the goats. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Do you want to be a prophet? The school of prophets, no? It is not uh, going to IIT and getting a degree. This is different. (laughs) The school of the prophets. Let's pray. Father, we I want to thank you, Father, for this day. Father, we never want to take down the intensity and the seriousness of your word in our lives. For you said in your word that you have exalted your word above all your name. Father, we want to exalt your word. We want to honor your word. We want to fear your word. And we want to fear and honor the messengers of the word of God. Grant us grace to that, and we pray. And I pray Lord, that you would create an incline an inkling in us, O oh Lord, that we will become a church which is prophetic. for the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy is what your word says. you're not just looking for one in one individual you, you are looking for father, a one man church. Because you are looking for one man who will stand in the gap. And I pray, Father, that you will raise up a church which will become one man. A prophetic church. An apostolic church. Grant us grace to that and we pray. Lord, you will raise up people who will become serious about God's word. That we will never, ever... Lighten and lessen the intensity of whatever comes from the pulpit. Your your words were found. We will confess like Jeremiah. And we ate them. And and they became the gladness and the rejoicing of our heart. To that end I pray that you would bless all of us. We want that blessing O Lord. We want that blessing. As young people. That we will never. Dishonor or lessen. Or placate. Or fool around. With your word. Because it's not the word of man. It is the word of God. Thank you Lord. Even as we go. Into the rest of the week. Prepare our hearts through the week. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.